Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rooted Tomorrow podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Jafan. And I am Teeny. We are back. Uh, we've been kind of, I guess, a little hit and miss these last couple of weeks due to life circumstances. Holiday season is upon us. Um, honestly, really, because Teeny's been flaking out. Shut up. <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> kind of gone to an every other week format here it's hard trying to tr get you to record it's been it's been really busy traveling for for work for speaking things you teeny starting mm -hmm. your entrepreneurial venture which i'm so proud of my little sister doing that and uh she is officially a photographer her fees are 300 that or three thousand dollars for a shoot <laughs> They're not $3,000. That's what JJ <laughs> wants me to charge. <laughs> no, it's been fun. It's been busy, though. It's, you know, everyone says that the holiday seasons are the, a photographer's busy season, and that is true. So I've been very busy. But it's yeah. been awesome. I love it. It's been so much fun. It's been... My house is a mess. It looks like a tornado hit it because I never clean. But it's my okay. editing cue is short. <laughs> yeah, that's the important so... stuff. <laughs> well, the qu the question I have for you on this um, before we get going with this episode, and I'm going to preface this episode by saying probably don't listen to this episode if you have little kids around. We're talking about Santa Claus. Um, we will use the word Christmas guy as we go through this in case there is a child listening, but we're going to really kind of like peel back some layers of that conversation so just you know a little preface and if you want to listen to this at a later time if you have your kiddos around you so the question i have for you teeny oh okay when do you put up a christmas tree for those who celebrate christmas i literally november 1st so when do you take down your halloween directions or decorations november 1st so you do it's all like of a it? whole transition i do i take down my halloween i put it in the halloween bins simultaneously unloading the christmas bins but there's a purpose behind me doing this because in the past when i've waited until like after thanksgiving to put it up i always am so sad to take it down right after christmas and then like you remember when you came to my house that one time we still had the tree up in like february yeah march march 31st <laughs> that's why <laughs> because if i if i put it up November 1st, then by the time it's Christmas, I'm over it. And then I'm ready to just like clean and put it away by New Year's Day. So there is a method to it. For me anyways. Okay. Well, we have, so have then your what you're saying is Thanksgiving doesn't get any. No, no I no, hate. We don't. Thanksgiving's my least favorite holiday. I will tell that to everybody. I think it is the worst. I hate it. I hate the food. I think it's gross. I'll eat. Stuffing. It is not gross. It is. Oh, I'll eat stuffing and mashed potatoes. And that is like it. And rolls. I don't like pie. I don't like turkey. I don't like yams. I don't like cranberry sauce, whatever. I don't like it. It's not my favorite. I'll tolerate it for the fact that it's a holiday. Well, you know, when we lived in Georgia that I cooked a 100% vegan Thanksgiving that was actually really good stuffing um spam um Ew. no i'm just joking <laughs> 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 i 
No, I I don't like Thanksgiving. Sorry. I only like it when your birthday lands on it. Well, my birthday is the day after, I think, this year. So Two days after. It's on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Two days after. All right. Well, for those when of you. When did you put your tree up? Did you put your tree up yet? Well, we're kind of in like this trend. We're in a transitional living situation. No. We, so are you going to put a tree up at all? We have like a little tree that we had last year. So if we're still in this house that we are able to stay in until January because we're still looking for the house, people have these inflated numbers of what they think <laughs> their house is worth that it's like not worth that. But we're like getting closer and closer just to like taking that leap and just like get it over with and pay extra just to be in a nice space. But I would say like, Ideally, it would probably probably be like around thanks around Thanksgiving, maybe right after Thanksgiving. I don't care to have it up. And I mean, I didn't even have a tree till last year, like the first time in my adult life I've ever had a tree. Really? Yeah. That's weird, dude. And I'm not really for going and cutting down trees. So hopefully. Well, ours is plastic. I'm not really for plastic. No, I'm joking. So you're like, I would like a 100% recycle the cardboard tree. tree. No, that ours is plastic too. Ours is plastic. But to each their own. We used to do real ones, but I think we stopped when our dogs would just drink all the water and then kill them. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd forget to like rewater them. Like I can't keep a plant alive, let alone a huge pine tree. Well, it's weird too. And then we'll get into this. It's weird. Like you cut down a nice, good little tree just to have for like a month and then just. It is very wasteful. Massacre it. They smell good though. Well, why don't you just get some essential oils? I do. Black spruce. I do. What did we do? It was like, it wasn't oil, but it wasn't like an essential oil. So and it's it not a smells like pine. No, I okay. don't know what it is, but it smell smells really good. <clears throat> I don't right. like fake scents. It hurts my throat. Like candles and stuff are hard. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're the best for you. They're not. So enough with that talk. <laughs> this is navigating the Christmas guy question, Santa. Um. And it's around this idea of honesty and traditions in parenting. So as a father to a 19-month-old, and my wife and I have been talking about this now, I've never, even before having baby Jay, I've never wanted to participate in the whole Santa guy conspiracy. Now, don't get me wrong. When we were young, I absolutely loved it. And I love the idea of like, you know, the whole story and, you know, how the Santa guy arrives and. You keep calling him the Santa guy, the Christmas guy. Oh. (laughs) 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 I meant to say Christmas guy. Okay, let's, let's. (laughs) Keep going. You're fine. The, the Christmas guy. (laughs) I'm glad you said that because I would have just said the whole episode. <laughs> I, I should have let you and then told you at the end. Um, but the Christmas guy, you know, 
leaving stuff out for for that person and the whole story around it. But I mean, my I do recall right you now, love leaving cookies and carrots out. I think you thought that was the coolest growing up. Yeah, but I I learned the truth at a like pretty young age because of cousins. You did? And then how old were you? Yes. Probably like seven. Hmm. Yeah, it was after it was like a year after you were born, I think. Because I believed when you were like brand new, little baby. So like your first year of life, but that next year, I think I was like first or second grade. Second grade okay. probably. But um, what are your thoughts about that whole Christmas guy conspiracy that we tell our kids, don't lie, be <laughs> honest, be truthful, and you're literally concocting like, I mean, it's a heavy, that's a heavy lie. It is. But how I look at it is. I feel like there's like no right or wrong way to look at it, right? Like for me, I think about like the magic behind it, right? Like growing up, like I was never upset that it was like this secret. I was never, when I found out, how old was I? You were like, weren't you like 15 or 16? (laughs) I wish. I loved it so much. I thought it was so much fun. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Well, I I honestly feel that for us, like millennial parents, I, I would say maybe a lot of it is just like our own history with it. And when I think about it, like I can't help but think about all like the Christmas movies we would watch, you know, Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, all of these things around this idea and then so for me i i feel like my cousin actually showed me a book about it or a way to express you know when that time comes because i think we're getting upon it with ollie where he this is risky yeah teeny's uh incognito right now uh, maneuvering through the house trying to ensure that (laughs) the uh the kids don't hear talking about the the christmas guy so she is currently trying to find a bunker in her house to find some silence where the kids aren't eavesdropping to listen into this conspiracy okay okay i just had to make sure their door was closed (laughs) It is. So anyways, okay. So the lying thing, I feel like when it's in the name of magic (laughs) and making something more enjoyable and more magical, they'll understand, right? Like I was never like, oh my gosh, my mom lied to me about the Christmas guy for forever. And instead it was more of just like this magical feeling that you get around Christmas time. And I've never looked at it as like a lying thing. Sorry, I'm out of breath now from this part of the stairs. <laughs> no problem. I see it more as like um, an experience, right? Like we're making this experience for our kids to reflect and look back on. 
And okay. I think we might be at the end almost with our oldest. Mm-hmm. But I think he's going to be like how I was. Like, I think I stopped believing when I found out. I think I was probably like eight or nine. But I never told anybody <laughs> because it was like I wanted that magical feeling. Like, it was so much fun, like, to think of the idea of, like, you go to sleep and there's nothing under the tree. And then you wake up and there's all these gifts. Like, that was so cool to me. <laughs> so but I used to, like. Can't you still have that? Can't you still create you that can, without, without. But I feel like it takes away an element of magic when you know it's, like, mom and dad. Got it. Like, for me, like, and I always loved the magical time of Christmas of, like. I always enjoy that time, like that just magical spirit and experience that you have every single Christmas. It just was like, it was the coolest to me. It it was. It was. Yeah. But I do also understand like the truth element. Like I actually have a friend who, so we also do Elf on a Shelf, which is another element of magic. But some people go and do like, make it very extravagant. Ours is very minimal. He just moves around and leaves on Christmas like that's what he does um but I have a friend who her little girl is Oliver's age so she's eight and last year they don't do elf on a shelf they do the lamb of Bethlehem to make it like more Christian based and um she asked her she said like mom do you and dad move the lamb and she was honest and she said yeah we do and she then explained like why they do it or whatever. And it's still fun for them. And now she has a younger sibling or two younger siblings. So she's able to now participate in that magic. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea of also like when your kid does come and ask you directly, like, is there such thing as the Christmas man? I like the idea of being honest and upfront. We haven't had that experience. Like Oliver's never come up and been like, Hey, is this real? He's never done that. And if he does, Yes, we will probably tell him at that point because I don't like the idea of directly lying to him about like, yeah, he's real. This guy's real. Yeah, yeah. And just keeping it going. Yeah, no. But if he ever comes to us and he's like, mom, like, is this real? Like, I think I would be honest with him and tell him the truth. Well, we were, Elise and I were talking and she's like, well, She's like, I don't know. I kind of want to do it now. And I was like, I just, I think that there are, well, there's nothing wrong with it, first and foremost. But I think yeah, that there's, there's not. Well, the way you're doing it is a little bit off. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I think there might be, from my perspective, and what would be required if you choose to go a different route is still to like create magic in different ways and i think a huge aspect that we're gonna lean into is like giving and trying to find ways that we can give to other people and hopefully but why not do both yeah you you can't no no you can't you can do as many as you want and there's like not any one way but i'm just saying like is there other ways to create magic and that festive season without relying on the Christmas guy narrative? Or if you do share the Christmas guy narrative, just use it if you choose to go the approach of not 
like carrying that on just sharing the story and making it like story and and fun around that and also creating like our own family traditions which most people have you know and how can you like create these meaningful experiences that help maybe even help kids recognize that they're the ones who have the ability to create magic so yeah there is actually that's what i was going to say before i was distracted worrying my kid is running downstairs was my cousin Kaylee shared this idea with me um I think it was a few years ago but it's actually like a book that explains like how the magic is actually just like within so like yes we have this figure that we use as like a symbol essentially is what the book is saying is like we have this figure we symbolize him as this magical being of goodness and who is giving and kind but really that is within each one of us. And I'll have to find the book and send it to you because it is a really, really cute idea. And I do imagine us doing something like that when that time comes with Oliver. It was just explaining that like, yes, although this actual figure that you have been idolizing or whatever, like isn't an actual physical being, like it is still a feeling. And that feeling is carried within you year after year. So it's a way of being able to keep that magic alive when there is no Christmas guy. However, if you guys choose not to do the Christmas guy, you have to make sure that baby Jay doesn't ruin it for other kids who do. That's the other thing. It's like, that is a tradition in majority of households. So if baby Jay is running around being like, the guy's not real, you're going to have some angry yeah, yeah. parents at school. <laughs> You're, you're, I think your mic might have cut out, but you said, like, if we don't go that route, then making sure that baby J doesn't go around like, you guys believe in the Christmas, yeah, time. you guys are lunatics. No, it's yeah. true. Well, I think and you gotta approach that and, um, just yeah, really be mindful of that. But I mean, there's so many, especially if you're in a diverse area, yeah, like, there are friends who are Muslim and they don't, so it's like, no, or like when I was growing up, Gabe, one of my good friends who's Jewish and it's like, oh yeah, the Christmas guy doesn't even go to his house. He doesn't get nothing. <laughs> I just... know, I actually, maybe I was just like dumb, but I never even like thought of that growing up. Like that was, again, I think I've referred this before. I was very just like in my own world. Yeah, but we also grew up in a society where we're in a community where almost 98% of the people were yeah, all believe the exact same thing. So it was easy to, to keep that going. But in different places, like my Muslim friends, which I didn't really have a lot of until I went to college, but Gabe was like the one kid in our, in our close friend group who it's like, he's like, Oh no, we just had Hanukkah, you know? And then you start realizing like, okay, well that doesn't, yeah. You know, and so I mean, then those kids are tasked with like having to explain why they're on the bad list and nothing comes down the chimney. <laughs> again, I don't think I, well, I don't think I had any Jewish friends growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Gabe was the only one that I knew and he was your friend. But like Ollie, that's one thing I like about Ollie's school is it is very diverse and they do go through the different belief systems of the holidays and they've done that every single year. But how he processes that in his mind, I I don't know because he's never expressed it to me. 
his one friend, he does have a really good friend. It's his best friend who is also Jewish, but they celebrate both. Yeah. So yeah. it hasn't been like an issue in his life where he's like, why doesn't this kid get this? He just, he gets both. And I just explain. I mean, I don't explain anything. He's just had to explain to him at school. Yeah. Well, I think that we'll see what approach we we take. We're still at an age where he, baby Jay's just. You could literally give him Tupperware and he'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing with pans yesterday. But yeah. So I think that that's like something we would, I would actually be very, very interested in. Maybe we could ask the. Like our listeners yeah to like share your perspectives and maybe before since we're recording this like a week or a couple of days before thanksgiving maybe sometime in december we could record an episode with like some of the listeners feedback in terms yeah. of what they've done because we w- i would love to hear yeah and how no, you manage that too. yeah the other thing though that i've seen more recently which i do like a lot is a lot of parents have taken the approach of big gifts come from mom and dad and smaller gifts come or a couple of smaller gifts come from the Christmas guy. So when kids return to school, they're not like, Santa brought me an Xbox. And then another kid who's less fortunate, it's like, oh, you got an Xbox? Santa got me, you know, a football, (laughs) a Hot Wheels car or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've seen that idea and I do like that as like, I mean, for us growing up, it also it might not be as big of a deal because we don't, like kids don't go back to school until after Christmas, after they, after New Year's. And so I feel like a lot of times kids don't really discuss what they get for Christmas. But we were always pretty fortunate, even despite us not having a lot of money, somehow mom always came through <laughs> with Christmas. So yeah. that was never an issue for us. But I could see how that could be concerning for some parents where it's like, oh, Santa's giving all these other kids these extravagant gifts, but our Santa can only bring the Oranges. Yeah. So I like that idea. We had oranges in our stocking every I year. I know. That's why I said that. We had apples, <laughs> oranges, and chocolate. That was grandpa's doing. <laughs> he would just drop them in. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so yeah. I do like that idea too, where it's more of like – He's more equal. And I think maybe that might be more of like a millennial parent thing where it's like people are more conscious or conscious, is that the right word? More aware of what is being gifted and how it's being gifted. Yeah, conscious. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree. Well, I think that there are some ideas for us to think about. And I would like to pose that question and we'll launch it. We'll post it. Yeah, we'll post it and to hear like how you all have responded or are responding to that if you're in the midst of it with like little ones. And um, yeah, anything else you want to want to share for this episode? Team? No, that's I think that's it, Jay. I think that's good. And I'm curious to see what the other parents say. If you have yet to subscribe or leave a rating and review to the podcast, please feel free to do so. We would greatly appreciate it. Rooted Tomorrow on all socials and rootedtomorrow.com. You can go there if you want to share any insights or anything with us. And with that being said, Tini, would you close up this episode? What you do today. What you do today. Creates tomorrow. (laughs)
<laughs> Sorry if your eardrums. Sorry if your eardrums don't work most efficiently after hearing that singing from Teeny Bud. Okay. Have a good day, everyone. Over and out. Adios. <laughs>